This is Mishmash, a weekly conversation where we unjumble an important and sometimes under-the-radar statewide issue that affects you. Going back to November of last year when we legalized marijuana, there is now this sort of grappling period that communities have to figure out whether or not they want marijuana businesses to operate within their border. Now, licensing of those businesses has not happened yet. It's probably expected later this year. And until then, a lot of communities are trying to figure out whether or not they're going to allow them. So, Hundreds of communities right after Proposal 1 passed said, no, we do not want to allow them, at least not yet, because if we allow them right away, it's going to be hard to pull the rug out from under them if we change our minds later. So we're going to table this from now and maybe we'll change our minds. And this was just sort of a stopgap just to kind of be like, hey, let's take a breath. Let's look through the law and figure things out. But now communities are starting to sort of officially decide. And recently there was an election and three communities high Island Park, Vanderbilt, and Crystal Lake all had whether or not to allow cannabis businesses in their community on the ballot. And across the board, these communities said, no, we don't want these types of businesses in our communities. However, Josh Hovey, who's with the Michigan Cannabis Industry Association, he says, you know what, he's not super concerned about this because it's not really a significant change in the landscape. It's really a blip on the radar. These were three small ballot initiatives that didn't happen to pass. We think that the communities that are embracing change and embracing the the progress of legalization will show the way forward to the other communities that are more hesitant. And as they see that the sky doesn't fall, that these are reputable, highly regulated businesses, they'll be more welcome in the future. Hovey also makes the point that this is not the only way that communities can change their mind on marijuana businesses, that also city councils and other local officials they can make these decisions as well. And maybe, he says, that's the better way to go about it in many cases, because in these specific ballot proposals, they were sort of complicated and very specific. It was a yes or no vote for what that language said. It couldn't be molded into something that took into considerations of all the concerns in the community that are brought about. So he says if you do this as sort of a more of a policy-making process that the entire community is engaged on the whole way, you can change it as things go along, and maybe that's better for the future of the cannabis business here in Michigan anyway. And it's also possible that the legislature at some point could step in and make some changes to this new law. There are some people and some communities out there who are like, you know what, we're okay in theory with the idea of having cannabis in our community and having these businesses around, but we don't necessarily like the details that are in this law and sort of how the law would have us carry it out. So it's possible the legislature could come in and it could make some changes that would make these communities a bit more comfortable with the idea of having pot shops in their backyards. Of course, if you are someone looking forward to indulging in this substance once it is more available here in Michigan, even though hundreds of communities have opted out, Hovey notes that a majority of Michiganders actually live in areas that are open for business, for cannabis businesses. So there is a good chance that unless you are far out in a rural area of the state, that if you want to access it, you probably will have that access once these shops are open. 